Welcome guys to the Christian Podcast 101 and I hope that you appreciate, I hope that you enjoyed the last episode but today I'm joined with my lovely guest. Let's introduce the guest. Hello, I'm James. Thanks even for bringing me again. It's all right. Hi, I'm Eunice. Hi, my name is Jose. Thank you guys for joining me. So today's topic I want to talk to you guys about is relationship. So the topic today is about is being in a relationship worth it in the 21st century? Because a lot of us get into relationships and we don't know why we're in that relationship and what we're going to get out of it. So the first question I want to ask you guys is that is being in a relationship like, do you guys feel like if you're in a relationship here, that is worth it? In a sense where like, like, do you think it's beneficial to develop yourself like now? Or do you feel like you, you, we can just, if we're going to relate right now, we'll basically have a, we'll basically have, enjoy ourselves, if that makes sense. I think it's quite subjective. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't like putting an age on the fact that you should get in a relationship. Mm-hmm. I feel yeah. like um, God has ordained relationship. God wants us to have a relationship. If we read the Bible, um, the Trinity is a relationship that God has. Mm-hmm. So the relationship is where the covenant is made of marriage. Mm-hmm. Um, however, I think it's, um, it's due to one's own discernment mm-hmm. if you should get into a relationship. I would say in today's 21st century, we see all over social media about yeah. relationships, yeah, get into a relationship. When you go on your TO on Twitter, it's like, oh, must be nice. Mm. Oh, let me get into a relationship. Mm. So I think one needs to question themselves when getting into a relationship. What is the purpose of the relationship? Mm. Yeah. And not just get into it because of the society pressures. Mm. That's so true. That that's, true. Mm-hmm. that's so true. That's very true. Yeah. Um, I would say a relationship, Like I feel like, yeah, it's important and whatnot. I feel like it's needed as well. Mm. But I also feel like singleness is needed as yeah, well. I feel yeah. like when you, when you when you're single, like you have time to reflect, you have time to mm. focus on God. Yeah. And like when you focus on God, it's like, let's say for a boy, your girl is not your priority because mm. you're not with a girl. Yeah. Say for a girl, your boy is not a priority because yeah. you're not with a boy. Mm. So it's like God's your only main priority yeah, in a way. Yeah, that makes sense. And it also like takes out other distractions because mm. your partner could take up your time, to cutting your eating off your quiet time, mm. your whatever, your time with God yeah. and whatnot. And you can just take your focus off God a bit. But I do think like relationships are like, they are in this day and age, yeah, they're mm. still like very important because mm. at the end of the day, you're meant to be fruitful and multiply. True. <laughs> 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 yeah, I think relationships are important. I think um, just need to study yourself, look at yourself. I agree with the singleness. If, if you don't understand your singleness, you won't understand what you need. Mm-hmm. That other mm-hmm. person to bring you. So mm-hmm. that's so true. Word, word, word. Take it. Take it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you don't, if you don't like study yourself and like let God guide you, it's, it's all about intention. You know mm-hmm. why yeah. you get in a relationship. You know, mm-hmm. like um, as a Christian, there's certain things you know you yeah that you can't do's, really do's and don'ts and whatnot. We all know. So it's just about intention. About like study yourself, your singleness, like the the beauty about the relationship like you're talking about the trinity is how they complement each other yeah how they fill yeah. each other's gaps you know mm. can you fill each other's gaps like mm. that's the best thing about relationship like you were like even between you and god like the way you'd have that personal uniqueness mm. between yourself and then together like yeah. each each other mm. by yourselves and then together are you able to complement each other mm, shoot. Yeah. yeah but with me personally i feel like yes relationships are important but i feel like the first thing that you need to do is basically develop yourself in other words like you need to find yourself first before you find someone else because yeah. if you don't find yourself first you're gonna go into relationship like no knowing what to do because like 
Because if you read in the Bible, yeah, um, in, in Genesis, when God created Adam, yeah, he was alone. Like he hadn't, Eve wasn't created. And God gave Adam specific instructions on what he should do. And so I feel like when when you're by yourself, yeah, God can speak to you better, if that makes sense. Because mm-hmm. he, you're able to um, see God in a different way because you, you, there's no more distractions. Like like in a relationship, it's time, like there's a lot of time that you have to invest. And if, you've, if, you, if you take that um, time and you invest into it, your personal relationship with God, then it'll flourish. That's the same thing that Adam did. Like Adam really didn't like did it didn't even know that um she um he needed Eve. Like until God said that you need a woman. So that just shows yeah, that yeah. Adam was so busy with the thing that God created him to do that he, God had to tell Adam that Adam like you need a woman. So that's I feel so like true. if you want to go into a relationship here, yeah, firstly spend time with God because that's the key thing that you need to do. And after after yeah, um then God will basically bring you the right person. When you're working, like you need to have a job because majority like we need to have a job because if you have a job, then you can basically find, like you can basically um, uh, provide provide for yourself, mm-hmm. and you can also provide for the other person. Because if you're not working, how are you meant to provide for the for the for your partner? And so I feel like job is key because Adam had a job, and that's what we basically need to do. That we need to spend time with God, and once we spend time with God, He will direct us to the right person. If that makes sense. Yeah, that's yeah, true. Yeah. The I think Sorry. to mm-hmm. add to what you are saying mm-hmm. about Adam. Mm-hmm. Um, I think relationship and purpose go hand in hand. Mm. So like you were saying, Adam had a purpose before he had a person. Mm. Um, Mm. So I think Mm. a lot of people want to get into relationship, but you can't get into relationship without understanding your purpose. So if we read in like Eve's narrative, Mm. God gave Eve as a helper to Adam's purpose Mm. and his purpose was to steward. So the Mm. relationship should be adding to your purpose, not Mm. taken away. So it's kind of linked to the idea that it shouldn't take time away from god mm. it should bring you closer to your mm. ordained purpose in god that's so true that actually reminds me of the verse i'm not really sure where mm. but it says he who finds a wife finds a, a good thing. yeah yeah and so eve was a good thing to adam mm-hmm. because she was a helper mm. so i feel like when as a boy when you find um your significant other mm-hmm. you should see a good thing mm. this person's my helper this in every single aspect of my life, mm. whether it looks like it has nothing to do with her, mm. she should still be a helper, if you know okay. what I mean? Because you do things together. Okay, yeah. that makes so much I was sense. Saying, you, need to, you need to find someone who's there to help you fulfill your purpose. Mm. Yeah, mm. therefore. The purpose that God gave Adam, God said, you need a helper to fulfill that purpose. That's true. true. So yeah, then, well, the second question I want to ask you guys is that, um, do you feel like, like well, you know in our generation, yeah, do you feel like we rush into relationships do you feel like because we see social media like oh this celebrity is doing this this celebrity is doing that yeah do you think our generation rushes into the relationship or do you feel like our generation takes time and observes the person and then goes into a relationship if that makes sense what do you think the majority do, do you i think the majority mm. rush into relationships but to be honest i don't blame them because even the scripture my people perish with lack of knowledge mm. when we get into a relationship we don't understand the knowledge on why we get into the relationship mm. because usually i would say like sometimes what the church has failed to do in the past is talk about relationships mm. it's kind of they just give you don't have sex before marriage yeah. but they don't mm. really give you okay why you shouldn't or why That's you shouldn't true. get into mm. a relationship so it's the fact that we're letting society define our values oh, yeah. and that's why a lot of people see the social media and they see um the will and the jada and the entanglement mm. etc and we want that kind of relationship <laughs> we want the relationship to go on date nights and do x y and z mm. so i think is the fact that we haven't been taught why a relationship is important mm. and that's what we're lacking the bridge between why people are rushing into relationship okay. without understanding why you should actually be in a relationship okay okay yeah i agree with the um I think that when we get to like certain ages, certain times in life, and mm. then 
there's a lot of pressures sometimes, mm. like with parents and yeah, yeah, sure. And that also affects sometimes your decision making because mm, sometimes you be like, I need to rush because A, B, and C is rushing me, mm, or because mm. this person's doing this. I want to do that as well. Yeah, it's just about I think it's just about just settling down and just having good timing. Mm. You know? I think you can also rush because of the desire of lust, you know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I feel like once you have that desire of lust, it's a thing where it's like, oh, I need to get someone mm. so I can lust with yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? And then the only thing that's in that relationship mm. is your lust. Yeah. And you two, um, whatever, fornicating and whatnot. Mm. But obviously, like, that's not how a relationship yeah, should be. Yeah. But it's mad because Paul even said in Corinthians, like, if you're burning with lust, just go and get married. But then the thing that he says, go and get married, marriage is a big deal. Mm. Yeah. And the fact that he says, if you're burning with lust, go and get married, mm-hmm. it means a lot because, it says a lot because it's like, sexual mar- immorality mm. outside marriage. of marriage is very damaging. Mm. Very. That like, to avoid it, just go and get married. It's better for you to get married than to have sex before marriage. Mm. I, okay, I want to ask you a question, bro. <laughs> <laughs> based, on said, based on what you said that, yeah. What are the damages things when you have sex before marriage? Like, can you give us examples if you have one? <laughs> All right, cool. I'll say, for example, um, the notion of soul ties. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where your spirits get attached and let's say, can I use this enough? As yeah, 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 go on, go on, use me. All right, cool. <laughs> Just use me. Right, let's say like you're being a Solomon mm. and you have like three girls yeah. that you've, you know, done your thing yeah, with. Have, yeah. And let's say, you're a man of God in it. He's not, he's not like that, mm. by the way. So don't, let's say one of those three girls, yeah. Mm. Let's say both of them are virgins, I'm mm. telling you. Mm. And then one of those three girls um, was actually a harlot. Okay. And the process too, basically. Yeah. Yeah. And she carried spirits of those however many boys. Mm. That she had sex with, yeah. You're going to also carry them spirits combined oh, as well okay. with hers when you have intercourse yes, with yeah. her. So it's very damaging in, uh, spiritually because now you're going to have things that weren't there like oh, things that yeah. are not of god okay, like yeah. certain spirits maybe like you're mm. angry now maybe like you have even more of a desire yes, to last yeah. maybe it's harder for you to develop your relationship with god maybe you're questioning god maybe you're departing from mm. god it's all these like little things that add up which are not for god and don't draw oh, you anywhere okay. near that makes so much sense yeah and i was watching um there was one video of a gospel minister who was talking about his mm. time before he got married okay about how he had like five different like ladies and they all had five different things he liked about them. Mm. Mm. So he used them in that sense. Like, But then what happened was because they all had just one attribute, mm. he expected his wife when he later married okay. to he have that, to have all five, five of those attributes, attributes. Oh. In, one. in one person. So what he did is he actually ended up like, it became a very huge burden on the wife. And he was saying like, wow. like that's why it's very dangerous to like, Indulging those that that kind of sexual yeah. morality before you get married because mm. you can end mm. up carrying something that you didn't even know that you had. That, yeah, you just thought you was having fun or mm. whatever. You end up carrying it into your marriage or mm. carrying it into your relationship, and then it just basically ruins it. Basically, I think a biblical example is David. So after mm. he sinned with Bathsheba, if you read it, um, the scriptures properly, you would see that he ha- his curse went on to his children yeah. and it didn't yeah. affect you. So I think as well with the whole idea with like soul ties and stuff, it might not affect you exp- um, you as a person, mm-hmm. but you never know what you're doing with the generational curses. Yeah. So just, I would say, be mindful. You might not see in your life, but that doesn't mean that it's not going to be passed mm. out in future generations. That's so true. I think it's just better to, well, it is anyway, just mm. hold your steam until yeah. marriage. <laughs> it's true, it's true. <laughs> just basically hold your home. <laughs> yeah, it's true. But me personally, I just feel like, um, the reason why I feel like 
majority of our um our generation rush into relationships because because of social media what of, what they see in other people's relationship for example if they see a person like any celebrity that they see that they're taking pictures like they're having a good time they feel like that relationship is a good thing but they don't know what's going behind closed doors like what is actually being manifested when we don't see it mm-hmm. and so if we base our uh, our image on those things yeah then we won't um see what god has for us because we like we would always want to do what they're doing or to have the same experience they're experiencing but majority of the time yeah they're not really experiencing anything that is good because like they are not how do i say this they're not really having um that just they're sorry there's just problems going on like mm-hmm. that we don't know so when we basically focus on ourselves and focus on god yeah that creates a um that creates something sorry that creates more that creates purpose for us because we know that once we serve um the living god he will bring the right people into our lives and we i feel like we just need to stop idolizing celebrities and people that we see on um instagram or twitter because once we start um idolizing them then we want this the relationship that we're in right now or the person that we're we're basically going to relationship to to function just the, the way they are if that makes sense and i feel like our generation just needs to like basically hold yourself and also like like trust in god that god's timing and god's um will is will come that we shouldn't rush into that makes sense so yeah i also just want to add i feel like um even if you haven't held yourself it's not too late mm. you're a new creation and god because we can sit here and condemn but we're not so just to put it out there that god can still make you brand new he said behold i'm I doing mean, a new yeah, thing yeah. you're a new creation in christ so regardless of your mistakes if you pray he's a just god to mm. forgive you there just putting that available. out there there, there is, is grace available. And you even see it in, what's it called? Um, Matthew 1.1, 1, 1, mm. where it gives you the, what's it called? It gives you the genealogy of Christ. So you actually see that there was Bathsheba mm. and she was, she committed adultery. Mm. So it's like, there's kind of, there's grace as well for someone that's a sinner to be in the line mm. of Christ. That mm. was in the line of David as well. Mm-hmm. So yeah, like I feel like, whether you fornicated seven times, mm. no matter how many times, like there's always grace. It's true, there's always grace for you. So yeah, um, cool. So then my next question I want to ask you guys is that, so I asked you about um, how um, our relationships, like do we like run into it, yeah? So all right, cool, let's say that someone's in a relationship right now, yeah? Do you think that based on their relationship, they're more likely to sin or like fall into temptation? Or do you feel like it just, depends on a person or do you feel like if it, as soon as you enter the relationship like there's bound to be sin bound for you to sin in that relationship well sexual morality yeah sexual morality sorry I, say. I think um it's likely mm-hmm. i think whether even if you're believers it's like it's not just your insides that mm-hmm. are probably like it's not just like um your personality mm-hmm. but it's also the looks that yeah well, for me anyway it's yeah, also the looks that i would like mm-hmm. have and i would expect the same from her mm-hmm. and it's a thing where it's like cool those things attract me and although like we're both fighting um both going on our journey in christ mm. it's like how do you not expect how do you expect not to last oh okay yeah, if you understand me, what yeah. i mean but i feel like maybe they'll i think that there is likely that you're gonna last um but i feel like when it comes to a situation where you're tempted to actually mm. put the lust into action mm. Then I feel like you should both be at a place where it's like, oh no, like mm, yeah, that's why I feel like dwelling in lust is very damaging because mm. you don't realize how weak the flesh is. Exactly. Mm. That's why I always say exaggerate the weakness of the flesh. 
because you mm. never know how weak the flesh mm. is. Never mm. balance. Mm. Never balance. Yeah. I just got like a quick statement mm. for what you said because you said that you're likely not to like you might last, but you might not act on the lust, but mm-hmm. then Jesus said that even if you look at yeah, a woman lustfully, true. you've committed yeah, lust without doing true. the act. So I think it's a tricky one because um, we're human beings. We mm. have mm. needs, we have lust, etc. Mm. We have our own fleshly desires, mm. but I don't think it's inevitable. Mm. Um, if you have the right boundaries and perimeters, mm. doesn't mean that you will now come and commit the lust yeah. you can have a godly ordained courtship and mm. godly ordained relationships mm. but it's just how much self-control you have okay, and true. just to even add that you what you think how how much self-control you think you have mm. you, don't you don't actually, actually have, have that yeah, much I, um so as believers we like to think if i was put in that situation i, I know I yeah flee from sure. temptation yeah, yes but we also need to be practical yeah. if you know you're going somewhere and you're gonna do something mm-hmm. just don't go there yeah. so set the um parameters from the start and i feel like it's not inevitable but when you have parameters that are quite shaky mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. okay yeah i'm allowed to do this but we're not doing this right mm. now when you have like shaky parameters mm. as you go and the mm. longer you're in a relationship mm. the parameters begin to shift yeah so you need to set the standard from the get-go i think and mm. as paul said flee for the temptation yeah. <laughs> no, i think that uh, a lot of it comes from um What's this? What's what is it? Uh, <laughs> confidence in the flesh. Oh, That's it. Oh, okay. confidence, confidence in the flesh. And I feel confidence in the flesh is like, let me say, uh, um, what's that verse? Galatians two twenty. Well, it's no longer I that lives, but Christ that lives in me. Mm. So I'm thinking, wow, Christ lives in me. I'm led by the Holy Spirit. Mm. I can go into a place where there's lust. When I used to lust, mm. but I've been delivered. Mm. My flesh has been crucified. Mm. So I no longer lust. I can go into an environment where there's a lot of lust mm. because I've been delivered mm. and expect not to be tempted okay. i feel that's a lack of wisdom and mm. it's confidence in the flesh it's true that's because true. although that you're in christ and yeah your your flesh has been crucified mm. you shouldn't be putting yourself in a situation, yeah, situation. where you, you can be tempted it's, true, it's yeah. true like every everything we do yeah everything we do in this world i always say it to myself everything you do is like war like mm. in my head that's everything you do war w-a huh oh, war yeah everything oh. you do is warfare like you're always going to battle oh, okay. something right mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. that's why like um when you're talking about boundaries that's really good because if you don't have the right intention into where you're going mm. you lose the battle it's like it's you're gonna yeah, you're gonna fall like so that's why you have to set the right like, the right perimeters because mm. if you put yourself in a situation where that you're more you're yeah, going like, to sin then you're going to yeah, actually sin you have to be con- if you're in a relationship or whatever you have to be confident enough to have that conversation to let both of yourselves know that whatever nothing's gonna happen, mm. A B C D. You know, mm. you, you have that conversation. Mm-hmm. Else, you're just gonna you're just gonna put yourself in situations that you just gonna just goes <laughs> around the place. Yeah. <laughs> Me personally, as I said, I feel like um, like we just need to fo- put our focus onto the word of God, if that makes sense. Because God says that um, He says that what. Uh, Whatever, uh, as a man thinks in his heart, so he is. So in other words, if you keep feeding yourself lustful things, like if you keep watching things that are lustful, if you keep indulging in things that will lead you into sin, yeah, then eventually you're gonna be you're going to sin if that makes sense. But if you fix your mind on on the word of God and on God and Jesus, yeah, don't like those are the things that like hold precious to you because you won't be likely to sin because even though the word of God says that flee from um youthful desires in I think in Timothy, somewhere in Timothy, yeah then that means that you're going to listen to it because you want the best for you. And God also wants the best for you as well because like God will never command something that he knows that you're not able to do. 
that once he knows that you're able to do something, he then he he tells you that, if that makes sense. Yeah, so I just feel like you just need to um, put yourself in a situation where like your your full attention is with God, that like, God, I'm not going to like fall into sin. It, like, even though cool, you might fall into sin, yeah, I'm still going to rise back up because like the spirit of God is still living with me and like it's given the enablement or the, pow- the power to overcome um, temptations that are in our generation, if that makes sense. Mm. So, yeah. I also think so. I also think mm. that you can actually not lust as well. Even okay. if you're in a relationship. Mm, okay. Um, the reason why I say that is because Ephesians 6.13 actually talks about the armor of God. Yeah. And it makes it specific that you must wear all of the armor of God so mm. that you withstand all evil. Mm-hmm. So it's like if I have the sword being the word of God, mm-hmm. the shoes as peace, yeah. the helmet of righteousness, is it salvation. Salvation. <laughs> helmet the of salvation. Yeah. I said that last time, I got it wrong. <laughs> but no, the helmet of salvation mm. and the breastplate of um, righteousness. righteousness. Yeah. And the belt of truth. Yeah. Yeah. So if you have like all of those, mm-hmm. then you will be able to withstand evil. Mm. So withstanding evil is also lust. Okay. So you'll be able to overcome any type of temptation. Mm. The reason why we fought is because probably we don't have every single one of them okay. on. Maybe we're missing the word of God. Mm. Remember when Jesus was tempted, mm. he used the word of God. Yeah, to defeat the devil. And yeah. what did he do? The, the difference between Jesus' temptation and Eve's temptation, mm. Eve entertained the serpent. Oh. Jesus rebuked Satan mm. straight away. Mm. Mm. There's a difference. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's, hey, that's, that is very good, bro. That's, that's very powerful. good. That's powerful. Yeah, man. Um, so, yeah. Um, we've, so, the next question I want to ask you guys is that... Um, cool. Let, right, cool. Would you guys... Okay, how would I say this? Would you guys advise people to be in a relationship in this generation or would you say not? Because, like, if in a relationship it's, it's time-consuming, you're going to spend so much time with that person. So, would you advise a person to go into a relationship or would you say that, nah, wait until like you've, you've developed a relationship with God do you feel like while you're with that person that person you and that person can seek God together seek God together you know? I've had this discussion with some of my friends Is it? <laughs> yeah actually and it's an interesting one because it's again subjective mm. but I'll say in terms it's really dependent on the person mm. because in the Bible mm. it talks about unequally yoked and equally yoked mm. if someone is equally yoked or if I'm a female, so if I go with a male that's higher yoked, if that's even English, mm. um, than me, <laughs> he can bring me up as well. Okay. So I wouldn't say no, mm-hmm. but I would say the one you should be cautious about is going with someone that's not equally yoked with you, like okay. the Bible says. Mm. But I think it, depend- it depends on the person. Mm. What I would say before you get in that relationship, understand your purpose mm. first. Your purpose is, is not going to be derived in the boy or the girl mm. that you're going to be in. It's going to be your purpose should be in Christ. Mm. So once you understand that, then God will bring you someone or you might find someone. Mm. And when you're in a relationship and you're courting, Mm. what you're trying, the ultimate aim is you're trying to see does this person and my purpose align? Um, Is this person going to bring me closer to my Mm. um, God's given purpose? Mm. If not, then you shouldn't be in the relationship. Mm. If yes, okay, then you start, seeing okay yeah i know what our purposes align but can i see a future with mm. him is he financially stable mm. xyz whatever mm. you want in mm. a man or a female so i think it really depends but i would just say don't get into a relationship with number one an unbeliever okay. number two someone that's unequally yoked mm. and as a female for me for all the females as well i always say to them as a female or as a wife that you're looking to be mm. The Bible tells us that we need to submit to our husband. Now, my next question is, is the boy or the male that you're with worth submitting to? 
if the answer is no, then why are you in the relationship? Because you mm. know that when you're going to get married, mm -hmm. the submission needs to come. Okay. Number two, he's meant to be the head of the household. Can he lead you? Ooh, if he can't lead you, then you shouldn't be in the relationship. <laughs> you need to look at the traits of what you're looking for a wife or mm. for a husband, because those are going to set the foundation for your relationship. Mm. So I, I see a lot of people, they don't have this foundation. And then when it comes to popping the question and trying to get married, then you're trying to fix the foundation. Mm. But the foundation was scarred from when you got in the relationship. Mm. And that's why sometimes it doesn't end up working. So that's what I would say. These are like some of the questions you should personally ask, but it's to one's own discernment. Okay. Mm. One's own discernment. Yeah, man, just have to study, like, look carefully. Like, all, all, all that you said was biblical. Yeah. yeah. Just looking at things that you know as a Christian and just making sure that they tick the right boxes. boxes. Yeah. You know, like, like I'm, don't say, don't go and look for, like, don't put in your head to find someone perfect or mm. everyone has flaws, everyone has mistakes. That's but true. look for someone, again, with a purpose. Look for someone that, if you're a guy, mm. someone that you know that, when you lead the household, mm. they can support you. They can guide you. Like, mm. bro, if someone's the neck and the neck cuts, the body's the, yeah, the, the rest gone. is you're dead. You yeah. Know? So don't think that you're you're the head and the, the neck is irrelevant. Mm. Everything's relevant. Yeah, <laughs> true, true, true. Yeah, so I think to even add, it just reminded me of yeah, a quote yeah. that I said. Um, what's the quote? It was like, um, don't look at potential, look at patterns. Mm. So we always mm. try to maybe as a female perspective, it's always like oh, this guy has potential though. I can change the guy. Mm. But yes, <laughs> <laughs> there is some change that as a female you can do. I'm not saying you can't, but transformation and doing 180, please look at the patterns the guy has as well because mm. the patterns is what shows the person. Mm. Um, so yes, someone can have potential. Don't get me wrong. You can change, you can mold, but it also takes time. Are mm. you willing to put up with the change that mm. you want to see as well? So I would mm. also say that to add. Mm. What I'll say is, like, with the body of Christ, mm. um, you need each other. So mm. it's like, uh, I think uh, Paul says in First Corinthians, he says, like, I'm not really sure. Maybe he says the eyes can't say to you, the feet, I have no need of you. Yeah. Mm. Because all of you need each other. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And also what I'll say about the unequally yoked is, like, if you're unequally yoked, it's not over. It's not like God is going to say, now that you're unequally yoked, divorced, because I want him to be a believer. Mm. Yeah. That's not what the word of God says. First Peter 3 verse 1 actually shows that if you're unequally yoked, the person that's an unbeliever can actually become a believer, not by you telling them about Christ, not just about that, by, by, by them, yeah. exactly, by them seeing the way you live mm. and the way you love, most importantly, mm. I believe, Beautiful. and the way your faith is strong. Relationship, yeah. Like, like the person that you're going to relationship, is he going to develop you as a person? Is he going to basically sustain you? Is he going to like, help with the like the things that you go through or is it a person just to like like every time that you're going through something he's just like every like he's going to talk about you negatively he's going to like abuse you but i feel like when you're going to a relationship because there's some people who are in abusive relationships and the reason why they can't come out is because they've been so used to that person that they can't see themselves away from that person entanglement and, entanglement <laughs> <laughs> so i feel like with that yeah that you need to like firstly go, like analyze that person like is it the right person for you like, does he worship God? Like, is he, like, does he say who he claims to be? Because there's some people, yeah, who pretend that, like, they're this godly man or this mm. godly woman, but they're actually not. Mm. Like, they're, they're more likely to lead you to sin. And I think that's a dangerous thing when you can't discern if this person is a godly man or a godly woman. Because once you don't discern that person, yeah, then it's like that person is going, like, little by little, he's going to, like, he or she's going to basically lead you astray. Do you get what I'm trying to say? So I feel like you just need to know the person that you're with. Like, is that person going to help you as a, like, as, as, as a believer 
or even to develop you because and also like check the person's um, char- um characteristics um his traits or her his traits here that the things that are in him would it help you as a person you mm-hmm. know what i'm trying to say like the things that are placing him like humbleness meekness like patience are there things in him because if it's not then once you have into an argument like it's gonna be like there's mm. gonna be so much um, anger. A- anger and just like so he much he sees red it's, yeah it just goes <laughs> mad so I just feel like you just need to um, know who you're with and also examine his characteristics as well if that makes sense and don't ignore the red flags yeah don't please so don't you see the them by their fruits yeah, yeah it's true, it's true. like even though they, they probably hide and pretend that there's someone they're gonna eventually see, see the their person face, so yeah um, cool so um I want to give, uh, can you guys basically give a word to encouragement for the people who are watching who, okay, ha, okay, who are in a relationship that, um, or okay, people who are uh, are not in a relationship, like what should they do? If you're in a relationship, what advice would you give to them? And if you're not in a relationship, what advice would you give to them? I'll say for someone that's single, mm. continue seeking God and mm. growing in God and finding more about God and knowing who Jesus is. I feel like knowing who Jesus is allows you to have more of a relationship with him. Mm. And for those that are together, I'll say do it together. As mm. in bring Jesus not just into your individual lives, but into your lives as one mm. when so you're together. Yeah. Um, if you're single, singleness doesn't mean you're alone. Mm. I mean, there's a perception mm. of being single means I'm depressed and alone, which is false. You can have fun in your singleness. Mm. Um, as well, like James said, um, seek God, try and find your purpose because only God can show you that and not a person. Mm. If you're together, I would say um, see how your purpose aligns, how you're feeding each other's spirits Mm. and look at the traits and try and develop the traits that you want in the person to be your husband or to be your wife. Mm. Yeah, if you're single, um, again, enjoy your singleness. Not every relationship is... um, it's just man and woman. You can have a relationship with God and mm. enjoy that relationship. Mm. Like you can have fun in that relationship, getting to know each other, like him revealing the things for your life. Mm. Like you, you guys going deeper into it. So don't, don't, don't worry that you're single. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> and if you are in a relationship, like bring that individuality that you've got with God, bring it together. Yeah. Cause that's, that's amazing. When you, when you two come together and God reveals what he has for the pair of you, mm. It's mind-blowing. Okay, whoa, that was very good, guys. I really enjoyed this conversation. Well, thank you guys for joining me in the Christian Podcast. Um, don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe to my channel. Thank you, guys. See you guys next week. God bless. See ya. Bye. Make sure you subscribe. Thank you. <laughs>